Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome, everyone, to the 294th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Summer is in sort of the the, the mid-afternoon of it now yeah 2020 um what are you uh how are you guys staying sane uh, at this point yeah so i was just talking to you just before we 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 started recording um lane and i i I think i can't remember if i mentioned this to you exactly but we've been trying to spend like make more much more of a conscious effort to get out of the house at least once a week you know on our weekends it's a bit difficult during the week with gordon and all uh with work not just gordon and so this past weekend or this weekend on saturday lane and i we'd actually driven by a few times in the past um there's this uh, bakery in our area uh, on camp like you know on main street on campus called bing's bakery b-i-n-g and yeah you know they have cakes and cupcakes and everything like they're a proper bakery um like they're not open on sundays for example so on campus i think last week lena and i went to this um this breakfast spot called trip cafe and we had breakfast there we ate outside and then we we showed gordon kind of where we actually met um the the dorms that we were staying in when we first met each other and so we spent a little bit of time walking around actually up in that area there's like a turf field it's it's called uh, laird campus the north end of the university of delaware's campus and there were some kids with some with their parents that were playing like a soccer match up there but otherwise it was completely deserted it's just so weird walking up there when back in the day when i used to walk around like there are just people everywhere and so anywho when we were driving back home we drove by the this place called bing's um brew and cat and uh and bing's brew and bake they brew coffee and uh have some of their baked goods so it's like a little cafe area that they set up um off of away from their their actual bakery location so lena had mentioned it at some point so we decided to swing by yesterday which it's a different part of campus it's actually right across the street from where our original freshman dorms were so where we had met um was during the summer program we stayed on the north part of campus but where we were living as freshmen was actually on the western part of campus and those dorms they recently knocked down they stopped putting students up in those dorms years ago like i don't know at least five years ago maybe longer but they the uh they were like leasing the dorms out to the police department because they were conducting like swat exercises in those buildings for a long time so they actually hadn't knocked down the buildings until very recently and so uh we went to this bacon brew spot got a couple got a, a couple cups of coffee and i got a coffee cake and lena got a slice of, of um carrot cake both delicious and then we walked over across the street and just saw like the crater which used to be our old dorms mm-hmm. and uh we then spent a little bit of time just walking around the that part of campus neither of which had like neither of us had classes at that particular location um but we'd spent a lot of time walking up and down that street just because that's where our dorm was freshman year um, and we didn't have classes in that area because those are the music buildings. So we just kind of perused the area for a little bit. We walked by a couple of people, but for the most part, it was completely deserted. There was a family that was doing a, a picnic in the grass, and it seemed like they were doing like a socially distant uh, picnic with the grandparents. So it seemed like, a, you know, I was like, oh, you know, this could be a 
a nice place to meet up with a, with a couple of people or something, or even just for us to do, you know, get a proper meal and just can't come out here, lay out a blanket and just chill, let Gordon kind of walk around. What we did today was met up with a few friends from high school. Um, my buddy Mark and his fiance, soon to be, soon to be wife, um, mm-hmm. his, uh, our friend Brandon and his wife, as well as their daughter. And then, uh, my friend Craig as well and his wife Emily and so we 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 met up at a California tortilla have you ever eaten there before no so they're they're like very they're very much like Chipotle very Chipotle style but I I don't know which is actually older but I had heard of California tortilla first they used to be on campus here in Delaware or at UD um, but they shut down uh, a couple of years ago so a convenient halfway point between my place and and all of those other other friends their houses is actually a california tortilla that does exist right by the target that you, that you used to work at on route one and so yeah. we um we met up there ordered food and then we went to a, a, a park um the rachel cole library um at the garnet valley high school or actually the, the middle school there and um we just set up kind of staggered and we ate you know we had a uh, dinner together let gordon kind of eat uh we you know fed him but the difficult thing is just Gordon, because you know you're outside, you're meeting with people, you're trying to keep each other apart, have that social distance. He um, he doesn't really know those boundaries and understand those boundaries, and I mean even sure. even away from that, like he's still he's still a bit wobbly on his legs. Like he's got, definitely got some solid legs underneath him. He's doing a great job with his walking, but he uh, you know he'll he'll still like fall from time to time his head's so heavy <laughs> that as soon as he like jerks his head in one direction too far he can lose his balance so um he he's kind of just like exploring and walking around and stuff and he wants to like pick things up off the floor and touch everything that he possibly can so it's really just an exercise of con- keeping him contained and keeping his hands to himself like not just away from other people but off of like the benches and the floor and everything else and, you know, he has his own free will. Babies do this thing where they, like, arch their back and stretch their arms out and stuff. And they're really good at, like, mm. wiggling away from you. So you can only hold him for so long before he gets really upset because you're holding him back. So it's kind of just, like, a balance of let him have a little bit of freedom and then take that freedom away. And then have his freedom again and then take it away because he keeps trying to do things that you don't, you don't really want him to do. So that was what we did today. But overall, I'd say I'm uh, pretty, pretty tired. Like, I'm... We've talked about it a lot, but I just feel so annoyed at how like cooped up we are, how we can't do everything that we want to do. I feel so like, despite the fact that I'm not like working out or anything like that, I feel so achy as if I was working out because one, I'm not working out. So my body's just getting weaker. But then two, I'm having to like use it a fair bit, picking Gordon up, putting him down, chasing after him, being on my feet, not sleeping enough because he wakes up at whatever hour he wakes up. It, uh, it's just like all compounded on my body, on my back, on my legs, on my arms, my neck. And uh, it's just like, I just feel, I feel uncomfortable in my body right now. And uh, I mean that in a very physical manner, not necessarily the, like how I see myself in the mirror. Although I'm not necessarily proud of what I see in the mirror either. I just mean, I'm really physically exhausted a lot of the time right yeah. now. That's fair. Yeah. But you know, overall, doing all right trying to trying to enjoy the summer as much as we can because i do know that once that winter time comes around assuming we're still doing this quarantining getting outside might be a bit difficult or we just might not really be wanting to do it very much especially with the days ending so early you know when the sun's going down at like 4 30 and we're still working even though we're home that's going to be a tough one 
the uh, yeah, I mean, now that now that we're sort of looking at the season change coming up, you know, in less than a month, it's uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how uh, how we weather it at that point. You know, hope, hoping for for good things. Carol and I are looking to do outdoor dining at a restaurant soon. Uh, yeah, to really Will this be your first time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think we're doing it next weekend. Uh, so we will report back to see how we felt about that. Um, yeah. We uh. What kind of what meal are you going to be doing for that? Oh, uh, brunch. Brunch. Okay. Yeah, that's we're what we've done. We're going to do earlier brunch. Okay. Yeah, we've done that two times now, I think. Mm-hmm. With uh, the thing is though, and I would like to figure this out. Your the restaurants that you went to, where did you eat? Was it on a patio? Was it in like a parking lot? Yeah. So the first time we did it, we did it. Uh, it was almost in a parking lot. Like it's its own standalone building. Um, in um, Christiana, and they have an outdoor. They have a set up like outdoor dining area um, on their patio. But where we sat was actually just like right outside the front door. They just put a couple of tables, like a couple of outdoor tables. Um, near the front of the building and so you know people that were coming to eat would you know walk near-ish us which wasn't ideal overall but we also weren't eating anywhere near anybody else you know we were kind of we had that area to ourselves the second place that we ate um, was last weekend I think and there they have um, a kind of an outdoor patio area but it's again also another standalone building so it's a fair amount of space between you and any other table so that was um, that was convenient for us, especially again since we had Gordon there, we were able to set up and stretch out a little bit and not feel like we were in anybody's space um, at all. They had a every, just like in addition to the fact that the space that we had is pretty large, they were still doing every other's table, so you were really far away from other people. Yeah, um, the thing is in New York. Uh, being really far away from other people yeah it's tough is uh it's tough there's a lot of places that are doing like outdoor dining but you'll see like 10 people at a table um you'll see people drinking uh where the tables are basically back to back yeah so i mean people are doing everything they can to survive and i get that can't fault them for it it's just not something that we're interested in doing quite yet yep uh but we also know that there haven't been any breakouts uh or or anything like that in outdoor dining um so we'll see uh it seems like like the the story i read this morning uh 56 people got infected with covid at a starbucks in south korea uh, that's because a guy they found out that the patient zero stayed inside the starbucks for two hours oh. and people were just like walking in and out and yeah, uh right just breathing I... on people i guess not everyone was wearing masks but oh, what was man. interesting was all of the workers who are wearing their version of the K95 the entire time. Yeah. None of them got sick. Oh, wow. So, wow. like, if you wear a mask, you're fine. Now, the other thing to take away from this, supposedly, is it's, like, really hot right now in South Korea. And so, like any other country around the, around the world, AC is a big thing. Uh, yeah. But with the indoor bit, AC, supposedly, uh, with the aerosolization of uh, well, the air particles, keeps the air floating. And yeah. so that's what they're saying that like, you know, and we saw that in Wuhan when you share, share that original yep. article with me. Yeah. Uh, what was interesting as a, it's almost like a, all right, so indoor AC is like a, is like a boss, right? And you got to somehow beat that. 
and it's it's doing a lot of damage. You know what's even bigger than indoor AC? Indoor heating. And they said that they tracked it with the H1N1 outbreak. Happened yeah. similarly in March and April. But the big pop on H1N1 was end of September, early October, when indoor heating kept the virus up for way longer because obviously heat rises um, and all that stuff. And so it was like something with, to, to do with the heat and the aerosolization kept it even longer than AC. So I do wonder with places that are opening up if a, if a hot, if hot spots will like start to show up again, because, you know, at that point, like I'm thinking New York city will have indoor dining by then, you know, we'll we'll have quote unquote beaten it. And, uh, I mean, New York, New York state has one of the lowest infection rates in in the world right now, let alone this country. So you have to almost open these things up. If hospitalization rates, you know, positive test rates and all that stuff are down. But that does make me a little bit nervous if we've seen this before. And now, you know, COVID, we're actually, uh, speaking of all this stuff, we're also looking to get our, uh, our flu shots this week. Um, yeah. Just to get ahead of that before, like, everyone started, before it starts to get cold and then you get your flu shot. Like, I'd rather get this stuff early. Um, anyways. Uh, those are some things that we were thinking about. We're trying to do some outdoor dining soon so we, we can, like, you know, we're, like, slowly opening our bubble up. Um, we actually went to Long Island this weekend to see Carolyn's parents for the first time all year. Oh, my God. That uh, must have been really nice for her. It was really nice. Uh, they were also really nice in the sense of, like, they wore masks. They were like, we'll do whatever you guys are comfortable with. Uh, we actually went out on a boat. Uh, their parents joined, like, a yacht club where their membership allows them to like rent boats throughout the entire season so because no one's taking vacations they're actually taking the boat out a couple times a week uh which is super awesome so we took a pontoon boat out of the uh out of the uh, thing uh out of some like a little bay area uh and it was nice we, we didn't go far because a pontoon boat almost has like a flat bottom so you don't really want to take that into deep water uh it's not like a one of those like console or dual console boats where like the bottom of the hole is like pointed down so you can like almost stay like way more stable out in deep water so we just we took it out to like uh we drove it around a couple of like really small like we're talking like tiny islands right so not not really like out in the water island and then we just parked it somewhere and just like chilled out um yeah we took oliver out on the boat too and uh he took it he took it well he we got him a little uh life jacket and he uh, he didn't freak out or nothing. There's a couple of moments where the wake was pretty tough from other boats, and I mean overall it was nice to like sit, sit out in the uh, sit out in the sun, mask off, uh, sitting like very far away from everybody, and then we went inside to we were out there for about two or three hours, and then spent the entire day at their place like in their backyard, so fenced in backyard. Uh, everyone's sitting on the patio. We're sitting on opposite sides of the patio. We'll mask off. You know, drinking, eating, we ate lunch and dinner there, and it was nice to be able to like really spend some some time with somebody without mask outside as if it's normal. Whenever we would be closer, go inside, we made sure to like always wear our mask inside. Um, but uh, it was really nice that they were uh, flexible to to do that. Cause I know that you know I've certainly taken a very uh, I might have taken the most. Uh, conservative stance out of everyone that i know maybe even people you know in terms of like how to treat this thing yeah how seriously you've been taking it all yeah yeah um but you know 
it's fine. We're slowly opening things up and sort of recognizing that the world isn't uh, the world isn't uh, it's not April. Uh, um, and that is August, and so things are sort of changing up. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's uh, I don't know, it's it's definitely been it's been getting harder i think in recent in like this last month or two just mm-hmm. yeah just you know having seeing seeing i don't know little sign that there's any end there's any significant or real end in sight certainly the cases might be decreasing um in in, in several states but it's still overall much higher than it was than you know at the beginning when things started shutting down so it's still a little concerning to see places opening and thinking well how how good of an idea is that really that what you've mentioned what you mentioned about that that uh starbucks in north in south korea is pretty interesting um i hadn't heard of it but it i I suspect that it's a lot of those people who are like taking their masks off when they're you know when they arrive to eat you know they sit down they have indoor they have indoor dining and it's actually one of the reasons why lane and i haven't really been interested in indoor dining we've seen it in a lot of places and initially it's like okay maybe this isn't a bad idea and then it's like, I don't know, man. Like when we were at Caltort earlier, California Tortilla, it's like, well, there's no one else here. We could we could eat here. But then again, thinking about that that air, that circulating air, it's like, okay, well, if any of us have it or anybody else who walks into this restaurant, they they spend any, any amount of time, even if we don't get within six feet of one another, that air is still getting circulated. Who knows? So um, I don't know. It's, yeah. Yeah, we picked try, up dinner. Try to keep it outside, we, uh... right? Yeah, we we picked up dinner at a uh, at a at a restaurant, and it, they were doing indoor dining, and we had our mask on. The the, the the servers have their mask on. Not everyone had their mask over their nose, uh, but when we were waiting outside, because they were like, "Oh, you guys are a little bit early. We'll bring your food out." It felt like every single person that walked. Uh, certainly, this one couple I I remember listening to very clearly. He said, "God, finally can take off this dumbass mask," and it's like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure. Sure. You know, again, just so we're clear, no one wants to be wearing a mask. No yeah, one's yeah. trying to take away your freedoms. It's not about you. And just like, you know, and his wife had already left with like the thing around her, uh, underneath her chin and they got into a Mercedes and bounce. I was just like, you know what? You hate to say it and you hate to see it, but it's almost like you, if you, if you, if you threw a little, it's almost like you'd be in a COVID ferry. You know, and people who aren't following the rules, I'm just gonna give you a, a, a light sprinkle of it, and uh, you tell me if it's just a, a small thing or not at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we we kept it on the entire time, and I don't plan on taking it off for quite a while now, especially with like college students moving in to the neighborhood. Yeah, um, that's interesting. Yeah, because it looks like we're doing like Fordham University now is doing uh, in-person classes, and so. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how they do it. I mean, they're they're about a block away from like a major hospital, so we'll we'll see how those two like uh, entities clash. What's a little bit frustrating about it though is that now we have to like almost walk the dog a little earlier in the morning. I'm not trying to like walk the dog when I remember when we first moved in. We live a. Uh, we live near like a massive school, Fordham. We live near uh, a criminology school, John Jay. 
we live near like not a uh, sort of like a daycare slash uh, like maybe elementary school is next door. And so I remember walking a dog early in like when we first moved in February when nothing was going on that uh, it was just so busy. You had doctors and nurses and medical professionals walking to the hospital. You had kids and all that stuff. And it's like you either you walk him early or you're like stuck waiting through a sea of bodies while this dog is trying to like pee on stuff. And it's just so much to like handle that early. Um, but, you know, since late March, I remember, dude, honestly, the golden age was like April when everything was closed and everyone was scared. You could hear a right. pin drop outside New York City. No cars, no nothing. I remember walking him around Lincoln Center just be like, this feels like I'm an I am legend. And it's kind of nice to like have the size of New York feel like it's for yourself. Because most people, if you didn't have a dog, you weren't outside. Um, but, you know, we're slowly starting to, to change things up and to, and to move forward. Obviously, we're looking to get out of this thing uh, earlier the better. Um, but, uh, you know, it's not like I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be looking to, like, dine with you guys indoors anytime soon. At least before, like, a verifiable vaccines in, in place. There's no sense to, like, put each other at risk. You know what I mean? Right. No, 100%. It's... So like you and I, you and I have been, uh, we're like, yeah, very aware of all the stuff that's happening. And we've seen, we've seen some people on Facebook and the, the opinions, the comments, the, um, just the, the sheer just crap or garbage that's being shared. And the, like, for, like, would you even wade into an argument or a discussion with some of these people, with some of these things that people are saying with regards to like, I don't know. I don't know what information or what facts I could try to provide that would even begin to change or sway someone's opinions when it comes to how the severity or why this is important or why we need to do what we've been doing or try to do what we, or do what we've been trying to do. Because considering we've kind of been failing at doing it, um, it really just it, to me it really just feels like all right we're just gonna have to ride this thing out like we tried we tried we 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 gave some little effort at the very beginning to stop things from getting to the to, to from getting to the point that they've gotten to and we didn't we didn't really stick to it long enough um even if we did stick to it long enough would it, it really have made any lasting impact where we could be back to normal at this point or like, could, are we just going to continue to kind of, would, would we basically, like, I feel like we're pretending things are normal right now, but they're really not. And I don't know, man, definitely craving to get back out there. <laughs> that's what I've, that's what I want. I want things to get back to normal a little bit. Uh, I'd love to be able to take Gordon to a park, yeah, right. put him on a swing set or let him like kind of like explore, you know, like we've, mm -hmm. we've actually put him in a swing set before we like, you know, we got to take these wipes. You're sitting there wiping down everything that he can possibly touch. And we're only there for like two minutes before we put him back and, and get him out of there again. I'd love to see him kind of just like crawl, like, you know, walk his way or work his way around like a jungle gym and just see how he would react or interact with other kids. Um, I did tell you this, but I haven't mentioned it here on the podcast. I talked to you before about like trying to get him a nanny. And in fact, we were like, I don't know. I think I would say last week I was like 90% convinced that that was the route that we were going to go. And we've ended up signing uh -huh. him up with a daycare in the, in the area um, for a variety of reasons. 
but um, that is the, that's the plan for now. They've this daycare has had no cases. They don't know like none of, none of the family members that have been affiliated with them have had any cases. They have a few um, guidelines with regards to how to handle something if there was a positive case, um, whether it's a direct a, a direct um, positive test or if it's an indirect case, um, and a variety of like precautions and such. But it'll 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 um, I guess reduce the uh, we I talked about like the the, the complications or the difficulty that would that would be and why it would be that way for us and I think this will this will give us a little bit of a flexibility and some wiggle room when it comes to just getting work done and being able to spend time with him at the end of the day as a whole family. So Lane and I aren't like oh excited about it. Um, in fact, quite quite nervous and 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 cautious and and such. But seeing him, I, I hope that having him be able to interact with some other people will help him, you know, just some social skills, develop some social yeah. skills, get to interact with other children. Cause he's seen other young kids before, but he hasn't, he was never at an age at that time to that he can actually, you know, do anything with them. I don't think he can even crawl yet at that point. So now he can walk, he can touch, he can, you know, babble that, um, it'll, it'll be, I'm, I'm really curious to see like, how he interacts with other kids, yeah. how he interacts really with other necessary. adults and having some type of, I guess, structure in his life with people who are, I mean, not to say that we haven't like, you know, Lena and myself or, or um, his Gordon's grandma haven't been trying to like nurture any like interest or sing him songs and stuff. Cause that's pretty much a daily thing here. But I'm curious to see someone who's like, you know, a trained professional doing these things, how that, how that you know affects him or what impact that has on him. So I'm hopeful for the best but very nervous about it just because you know he's he's been with us this whole time so it's a little sad mm -hmm. thought to consider him like leaving and going somewhere all day by himself and not having us around it'll be hard to put him in there and the first week that he's there we're gonna have him just like part-time like super part-time so we're gonna drop him off and then come pick him up after like an hour two hours like tops just so that he gets used to the idea of being in this new building by himself but understanding that we're always going to be coming back to pick him up, like we're not leaving him for good. And and then like the following week, I think just kind of try to ramp that up a little bit, but not to a full day yet. Um, but we'll see how, it, how we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to be a, I'm, I'm sure once we get used to the idea, it'll be a little bit easier to, you know, keeping him in there all day, especially if he seems to enjoy it. But for the, for now, just the idea of it, man, it's, it's tough. Yeah. It uh, hopefully it works out to give you guys a, a semblance of balance too, you know. To right because obviously as he gets older, it's almost like it's, it's higher touch for a little bit. Um, yes, absolutely. Especially with like touch education, and everything. Whatnot. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, yeah, man. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh, we get our Peloton on Friday. Oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah, we got our Peloton on Friday, so I'll definitely report back on how that went. I'm very excited for that. Um, we're not. We're, it looks like we're not going to be doing the fantasy football draft uh, league for us this year. Oh, really? Um, okay, that, that's yeah. what the feedback was looking like. I'm surprised by that, to yeah. be honest. I am too. Um, but uh, we'll just have to wait. Um, okay. It's, it's no big deal. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll just do it again next year. My other league, though, is going on. Um, 12 out of 12 people said they wanted it so uh 
their keeper deadline submission is in four hours, and then uh, the draft is on Tuesday. So Tuesday from like 5.30 to 9.30, I'm in like heads down mode trying to, trying to win some more investing money this year. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, otherwise, uh, oh, here's something funny. I think you, you and Lena will appreciate this show on Netflix. It's called I'm Sorry. I don't know if you've ever seen this before. It's it's a true TV okay. channel show. Okay. Uh, so obviously, um, what's it called? Obviously not uh, not a show that you're really going to be sort of front and center. Yeah. yeah. But it's a 30 minute like R rated comedy show about raising a family. Uh, <laughs> the woman is a comedian. The guy's a lawyer. They have a uh, a young daughter. You're gonna recognize a lot of the people in the show. You might not recognize the two main people, but you'll recognize some of the ensemble cast. Uh, I don't want to ruin it. If you don't like the first episode, you can you can just dip. But I guarantee you, Carolyn and I crying when we were laughing so hard. This is interesting. And two seasons, two seasons, ten episodes each, thirty minutes. It's like a really low investment. Right. Yeah. I'm looking at it now. Like for some reason, the first episode's been watched in my account, but I haven't seen this show, so I'm not sure who. Maybe someone was watching on TV anyone? recently. Well, like we, we're, I'm, I'm on the same account with Lena, um, her mom, my sister. Mm-hmm. But like, everyone's pretty good about staying on their own profile, so it's possible that somebody could have watched it very recently. If you know, I was on my account in the in the um, in my profile in the living room. And maybe mm-hmm. someone sat down there and just kind of started browsing themselves, not realizing the profile. But yeah, first episode's been watched here, so I'll, uh, I'll definitely check it out. It you know what? I was watching um, yesterday and into today is High Score on Netflix, which I'm sure you've I'm seen. I'm watching that too. Least, I'm watching, watching that right now. Um, what episode? Three episodes in. Yeah, me too. Me too. I've. Uh, I just finished role play. Okay, I'm on episode four. I just I'm seven minutes into episode four right now. Yeah, yeah so I'm you're really, seven minutes ahead of me. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> I'm really enjoying it so far. I um, really like it. Yeah, yeah, it's it. I, I was almost surprised when I saw that that Stuart Brown, uh, you know, Ahoy, wasn't yeah. involved because this is like very much up his alley in terms of the right like the research and the types of things the, like the interest in video game history that he has. But he's also right. quite specific, typically to like shooters. Yeah, um, I mean, but also like they're speaking to people who like made the game, and yeah, if he's just are. covering the game. No, I just I guess I would have thought almost like you know, it's not like unique to him, but being involved in the research process and mm. the narration, you know, those types of things, it's like oh, yeah. he would be like he was the first person that came to my mind when I saw the shells. Like oh, I wonder if he had something to do with this. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Oh, uh, did, I don't know if you saw the uh, the trailer for uh, the new Batman movie. There's two trailers. No, I haven't yet. I haven't really been on my um, computer or on my phone like that yeah. um, this weekend. But there's two there's there's two Batman series that are coming out. One, the Zack Snyder cut, um, is coming to HBO Max. It's it's four one hour oh. things like piece parts. Uh, so the that's the Justice League or yeah, the Justice League Zack Snyder cut is being released on HBO Max, uh, and it, it seemed like a very different uh, movie than what we had. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, I like kind of watched it, but it's uh, it's very different, um, which I appreciate because I mean Zack Snyder has some hits or misses, but 
everyone kept talking about the Zack Snyder cut, and I figured, well, it's got to be better than the garbage I just watched. <laughs> um, so that's one. The other one is the Robert Pattinson Batman trailer got announced. And boy, is it dark. It's awesome. It's almost okay. in the same vein as Dark Knight Dark. Uh, I want to imagine a world where Heath Ledger's Joker coincides with uh, Paul Dano's Riddler. Because um, Paul Dano, obviously, you know, spoiler alert, I just said it, Paul Dano plays the Riddler. And uh, it's not a spoiler, it's just he's in the, he, he's on the poster, I think. But uh, they've only shot 30% of the movie. And Robert Pattinson, this is a very anti-Ben Affleck type of Batman where in all the fight scenes, there's like all these crazy cuts. Like if you watch this like two and a half minute thing and you see him punch a goon, you'll see that uh, there's no cuts. He just stays on it. And man, Robert Pattinson's angry, dude. They're basically saying that this version of Batman is like before Batman became the masked uh, hero, he's still considered a vigilante. Like, you know, uh, good guys and bad guys are both kind of scared of him. Uh, people aren't really taking him seriously. But also, in this world, a lot of the, uh, the, uh, the bad guys, the villains, haven't taken their final form yet. So, Selena mm-hmm. Kyle is in this movie, but not as Catwoman yet. Uh, I believe uh, the Penguin is in this movie, but not quite the Penguin. The Riddler. Uh, I mean, I don't want to give it too much away, but you got to watch it immediately. You got to yeah, know yeah. what you think. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking. Yeah, so I see, I see the links here. So I'm gonna check them out once we sign yeah. off here. Cool. I'll definitely check it out. I saw yeah. the image of of Robert Pattinson in, in the in the Batman, like this new image of Bruce Wayne, but that was the only thing that I'd seen. So I'm I've been aware right. of it, but I haven't actually checked it yeah. out. I even saw I think there's a trailer for the Suicide Squad video game. Oh yeah, I heard that's terrible. Oh really? Oof, that's I think it's terrible. Yeah, I don't. I, there hasn't been there hasn't been a good. I mean, also the Avengers game is terrible as well. Is it? Yeah, the, the Avengers game. I think because the uh, the way that the Avengers look from the movies is so iconic that if you put any other character model in there, it just doesn't look right. And also the gameplay looks really flat. Um, so I know there's a lot of controversy regarding the fact that um, Spider-Man was a, was a PlayStation exclusive for like a year yeah. or something. Like one of the most iconic superheroes and all of a sudden you're making this character not playable on other consoles or or uh, other platforms for like a year i i really i really hate the exclusivity stuff but that yeah. that that one really pews me up quite a bit when it comes to because like I'm it's messing. not it's not like a month you know back in the day um back in the xbox 360 days when call of duty's um exclusivity contract was with microsoft the dlc would come to the xbox a month ahead of time it's like yeah it sucks for playstation but it's really not that long for a period of time but when you have like whole games or characters or DLCs that are being withheld for a year, like I mean, a year later the content is really is at that point irrelevant. Like I don't, I'm not, I'm not really interested in playing it or experiencing it at this point because you've had how much other like new stuff since then. Like getting the ability to play with Spider-Man a year later doesn't really mean anything to me anymore. Yeah. Which I guess is the point, right? Yeah. Um. Hmm. All right, well, unfortunately, I have to get out of here. We're about to eat dinner. All right, yeah, that sounds good, man. Uh, let me know if you if you got some time to, to visit Verdansk with me. 
<laughs> I'm not sure if I will. I, I would I would like right. to think I'm going to pass out early tonight. Yeah, uh, we'll catch up on sleep. Catch yeah. up on sleep for sure. Yeah. All right, All right, let's get out of here. All right, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Thank <laughs> you.